following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Happy Friday, guys. We are officially in single digits. We are in less than a week, guys. Six days from today, uh, we will officially be on the air live Thursday, April 28th. Uh, check us out on our Facebook at Fantasy Beast FB Pod and on our Twitch at Tiki Tribe TV. We're going to go live. Myself, Gary, and Jason. We're going to cover all the news, all the updates. We're hopefully going to be spoiling picks. Yeah. Uh, That's and what we've done in the past. We're going to go and have a good time. We're going to be able to talk about some of these guys going. We're going to give you some of our insights. Uh, and I'm excited to be able to get this done again. We're going to look as professional as we always do. We're going to have some jokes, have some fun. Talk about Joe Burrow's forehead. Talk about Joe Burrow's forehead. Um <laughs> But no, guys, we've uh, we've really been putting in the work. We're excited to be able to discuss some draft stuff here for you. Who's got the first pick? <laughs> I think it's uh, the one London Silly Nannies. Um, but no, guys, we're here back again to talk about some wide receiver play this week. Talk about we talked about the top eight this past uh, Wednesday. We're here to talk about the next tier, I guess. The guys that we think are are gonna be. Maybe guys you're going to see go anywhere from the third round to the fifth round, but guys we think can still make an impact in the NFL. Uh, Gary, got anything you want to add as you're joining us again before we get into this? Or Yeah, just thanks for everyone who's listening so far. It's been a really fun and awesome road so far. Like the draft is just my favorite time of year. I don't know why. For me, it's just I love the season, but like draft, draft time, I just, I don't know. I, it, it makes me really like get into football more i don't know like, like i just it, look forward to it so much even though football on the field is so much fun to watch just the draft aspect itself is just i don't know it, it, it lights a fire in me it, it gives a nice little burning pleasure to you and i mean that's a weird thing to say burning pleasure mm-hmm. but it does it, it's cool when you can look back and you're watching football with your buddies and you're like hey when he was a sixth rounder i i really like that kid and look at him now yeah. stefan diggs hey he was a fifth rounder and I saw him that year and I really liked him and look at what he's become. Like, mm-hmm. like it's those diamond in the rough people that, that really make this as enjoyable as it is for us. And especially being like dynasty football guys. Yeah. When you're getting these guys who are maybe third, fourth rounders in your dynasty format who are producing on top blips for you. That's where it's really cool to get. Um, what do you say without, without any more, we jump into it here. We got some different guys here. Uh, first guy we're going to talk about on the day. He had some. He had back to back two very good years. Uh, twenty twenty sixty three catches, one thousand and fifty three yards, eleven touchdowns. Twenty twenty one seventy four catches, one thousand one hundred forty nine yards, eight touchdowns. Coming in at five foot nine, one hundred and sixty two pounds, he is tiny. We have Kelvin Austin the third from Memphis. 
Uh, Gary, you got anything you wanted to say on him? or? Yeah, uh, watching him, I noticed there was some pretty bad quarterback play. So even though he's got decent stats, he probably could have had better stats if there was a better quarterback. Um, kind of able to make plays um, in the screen game, gets the ball uh, in the screen game and can do some things with it. Not very fast off the line. He's got a very slow start when he's um, when the ball snapped, so that's a little bit concerning. Um, I do like that he comes back for the ball if the ball is thrown um, for comebacks. He'll come back for it, or if it's a curl, he, he finds his way back to the ball. Um, going to be a good third down option. He's not going to. I don't see him being a number one receiver or a um, starting slot guy. I can see him maybe getting tossed out there and. Third and down. Isaiah McKenzie, yeah, role. Isaiah McKenzie, um, just to get to, to move the chains. Um, uh, he makes good adjustments also on the deep balls too. So he, he does have that speed that is very um, useful. But another guy, not gonna be a top receiver, but somebody who can be used in as a gadget guy. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I really think this, the the sizes give you what really do. Hampers him, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's always making the play when he has the ball, or makes a play on the ball. So even if he's not going to win the size battle, he's not going to win the speed battle. He's going to somehow make a make a shot to get his hands on that ball. Um, I've got that he's very agile and shifty, and he does have game breaking speed after the catch when he's got the ball. Um, but and I noticed this in the 2020 game against SMU, and also the 2021 game against Mississippi State. His size almost causes him to have a slow start to his route. Mm. I noticed that a lot of times they'll just line up and immediately jam him at the line, and yeah. he cannot avoid that jam. He doesn't have the size to be able to get around it. Um, Somebody will have to teach him to like use speed to get to around. be able to beat that. And and instead, I mean that's the problem. I don't think he instead of like trying to get around the corner, he runs at the corner. Yep. And basically just catches the jam. I mean, I definitely have that he was hampered on both seasons by poor quarterback play. Right. Um, and we like you you made a note of. I have that he read he's got a reach and stretch on a deep ball that's much better than a five foot eight frame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that five foot eight frame is what's really concerning of me. In all reality, I think he's probably better suited to be a fourth or fifth rounder. He's not gonna be a guy who immediately steps in and is a, and is a difference maker. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have I think he's gonna have a tougher time developing and setting up than Jalen Darden, who we liked last year, because right. Darden at least has the intangibles. Yeah. He's fast, but what helps him though is he does return punts, so he'll have he'll have that yeah. on his resume. I mean, that's the thing too, though. Like, like almost the Isaiah McKenzie thing. He's very similar in size, very similar in skill set, mm-hmm. and it took Isaiah McKenzie two teams and five six years to become yeah. viable as something in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not saying he won't ever be something worthwhile, but It'll, he's going to take a little while to adjust. Yes. Uh, next guy we have on the list, we got David Bell out of Purdue, 6'2", 205, 93 catches, 1,286 yards, and six touchdowns this past season. Um, another guy who's really good at using the big body. He's good at the big body catching traffic. He's really good at shielding the ball. The 2020 stats, he was hampered by Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. They didn't throw at him. We watched the 2020 game against Minnesota in which he would have been running against guys who were drafted in the third and fourth round. And... That offense ran through Rondell Moore. The game against Notre Dame this year, solid hands. Uh, his stats were hampered by con- the by the constant screen and under game. They really just kept throwing screens at a six foot two body. Yeah. Um, but he makes those hard catches. The catch radius is good. I think I think he's got the potential to outplay his draft position. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't think the offense he was in at Purdue is going to give him any favors of anybody looking at his tape going, oh, he looks like somebody I want. Yeah, I think he's going to land on a team somewhere and really have to prove himself. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I don't necessarily think he's going to be, you know, what was it? It wasn't Brent Grimes. Was it Brent Grimes from Florida last year? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be Grimes, but I think it's going to be a fourth, fifth rounder. And he's going to have to work his way up the depth chart. I don't think he's going to be a guy that somebody takes. He's not going to be a Detroit third rounder and they're going to go, well, here's here's your job. It's not yeah. going to be like I'm honor St. Brown last year. It's going to be a, hey, you're probably fourth or fifth on the depth chart and you got to work your way into, into yeah. getting some. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I really do still like what he can bring. I think he's got a higher upside. But I definitely think he's looking at a fourth, fifth round value. Yep. Uh, next guy, I'm seeing him start to creep up boards as high as second round. Uh, Justin Ross from Clemson. Before we get too high on it, yes, we all know we're we're Clemson fans. Yeah. But we're also realists about this. Uh, he's six foot four. He's two hundred five pounds. His this past season, he had twenty one catches. Okay, yeah, uh, he had forty five catches. 514 yards, three tu- or three touchdowns. Missed all of 2020 with the congenitive, congenial fusion in his spine. He underwent spinal fusion in 2020. Never thought he'd play football again. Yeah. Decides to come back. Uh, 2019, he had 66 catches, 865 yards, eight touchdowns. As a true freshman in 2018, he had 46 grabs, 1,000 yards, and nine touchdowns. One the thing, kid can ball. One thing I'll add here is with a quarterback, he might be a first-round pick. Yeah, that was his his two best years, eight, 865 yards, 1,000 yards, eight and nine touchdowns, Trevor Lawrence. The the year this past season, DJ Ungolele DJ is, is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. He's not going to ha- be a starter next year either. Um, but it's if you notice he, he he came back from congenial fusion of the spine. He's still willing to go out there and block, not against some slack team. He's blocking against Georgia in run yeah, play or run formation. He's six four, so he's not uh, not not able to do it. I mean, like I said, big time disappointment versus anybody this year. He didn't have it, and he had no he had no help from Uyungle. He decided to call the season a wrap early mm-hmm. to focus on the draft. I would too. I mean. Your your quarterback's ass, and you you just came off a season where you're injured. So why not just you know fix your draft stock? Um, it's funny because he was also very tough to find tape on, which should not have been because how good he was. But we did go back and watch actually the Bama national championship game in 2019. He was it's night and day. He oh was my God, yeah. he was a fluid runner. He's constantly being set up to, and I think he had like ten catches that game. With a good quarterback. Yes. The skill set pre-injury is lights out. He produced every year outside of what might be the worst starting quarterback in college right now in a big program. Uh, he's sneaky fast. I mean, he doesn't play look that fast at 6'4", but he's he's very fluid when he runs. And you know what's weird, too? I mean, I wouldn't say weird. Is Yes, he plays outside, but he's very good over the middle. Yes. He was a, he was a solid big slot. Um, I think Ross is going to be a guy who... I think second round's almost going too high just because you have to have some concern the, about the injury, the injury yes. but I think he's if you get him in the third round you got to be very excited about what his upside can be mm-hmm. 
Uh, next guy on the list, another guy who wasn't really doing great with, with some injuries and bad quarterback play for most of the season. Uh, we have George Pickens from Georgia. 6'3", wide receiver. Um, I believe he missed actually quite a bit of time. I don't know why I didn't write down his stats here. Uh, but, I mean, he's 21 years old, so he's he's pretty young still coming out. His, this this season, five catches, 107 yards, that's all he had. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, he literally only played the Michigan game on, to get in, actually, that might have been the year before. But if Michigan was the year before, and then they played Bama, in which he had one catch it. Okay, no, Michigan was this year. This year he played four total games and barely got looks. Uh, but the year before, 36 catches, 513 yards, six touchdowns. 2019, 49, 727, and eight touchdowns. That would have been Jake Fromm under the helm. Yeah. Uh, he's shown he can make it. He's 6'3", 200. He's a big enough body. He's a fluid route runner. He plays much bigger than 6'3". I mean, he runs mean and nasty. Right. I think he could potentially be similar to Traylon Burks if he had more tape. Yes. I think if he had more tape and he was a little faster. I think Burks is a faster option. Yes. Um, but, I mean, for being that size, he's he's uber-athletic. We watched him against Cincy in 2020. Cincy was no slouch. You would have no. still had a Ma Gardner there. You would have had, I believe, had two safeties that were drafted out of Cincy last year. Yeah. So, like, they had another court. He's off today. They had that other corner that was going to be drafted this year, too. Kobe. Kobe Bryant, I think. Yeah, Kobe <laughs> Bryant. Uh, dude, I mean, I like Pickens as, as a third rounder. High upside again. Uh, next guy, unknown school. I don't think we fell in love with him as much as we did last year, unknown school, guys. But 6'3, 195 pounds, Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. His last two seasons of production. 84 catches, 1,085 yards, and 8 touchdowns. 82 catches, 1,474 yards, and 8 touchdowns. He's a big catch and traffic guy. He understands ball security. He's a fluid route runner. Um, deceptively fast. So that's a deepatively. I mean, what is deepatively? Uh, he's got very smart feet. He knows when to toe tap and when to get those feet inbounds. Uh, he will battle for the ball in every play. The second level speed with the ball in his hand is ridiculous. And he's going to make contested catches look easy. And I've got those written against Tennessee. He's on South Alabama. They didn't have a reason to compete against Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple plays where he had a, like a nice one-handed catch. Um, and he's very good over the middle. But he did have some drop issues, so that's the only thing I'm concerned about. Um, he's got some good upside with the deep ball. Um, and he's not bad making the catch in traffic. And he does come back for the ball, so that's good stuff you like to see. Um, but, like you said... He's South Alabama, so he's a smaller school guy. So we'll see what happens at the next level. I don't see him being like a top talent or top end receiver, but um, there's some there's some tape there, there's some flash there. So um, I liked what I saw on film, but there's just a little bit of the concern with the drops. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, I think he's got that high upside. I think he's he comes from that lineage of like a small enough school. To think he has what it takes to be the next yeah, I mean, Tyreek Hill, to be the next Antonio player. Brown. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? Those but I, I definitely think he's worth your flyer. I think he's worth a third or fourth rounder. Yeah. And I think in your dynasty leagues, that's a guy you should really be targeting. Um, next on the list, though, 
We got Wandell Robinson. There wasn't a whole bunch of tape on him because he truthfully only had one year of production. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of Kentucky, 5'11". Oh, uh, this past year, 104 catches, 1,334 wow, yards, and seven touchdowns. Uh, he's not very special at running his routes. He's got average ball skills in terms of pulling in the catch. Uh, but he's electric once the ball's in his hands. If they can find a way to get it to him, he's able to play kind of all over the field. Uh, but that's it. What I notice is he's not going to make the play when you're making him make it contested. He needs to be in the open field with it being just pitch and catch yep. to him. Uh, he is the ultimate boomer bust player, I wrote. He is a faster Demetric Felton, and he's a smaller Rondell Moore. So I've combined three players to make what Wondell Robinson is. And again, I, I, I reiterated this. He needs the open field to thrive. Yeah, I like his screen game. He's deadly in the screen game. I put also another one of those um, victims of poor QB play. Uh, the only thing is, is he need he he needs to make the big play. That's kind of like his bread and butter. Um, doesn't do much outside of the big plays. I know he had a lot of catches, but um, outside of the big plays, it's that's just kind of what his um, what he does. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys that I could see being like. Oh, he's undersized, but look at his production from this past year. Someone's going to take him in, like, the third or fourth, and he's going to be a while to develop or never develop. Mm-hmm. He, like I said, very boomer bust. He's not going to be an immediate beneficiary to your team. Uh, next, we're going, to, <laughs> we're going to a guy Gary had a heyday with. We're going to Romeo Dobes. Dubes? Dubs? Dubes, Dubes, I don't know. Uh, out of Nevada, 6'2", 205. This past year, 80 catches, 1,109 yards, 11 touchdowns. Uh, first thing Gary wrote on this guy. Not a benefit of good quarterback play. Also, his quarterback's Carson Strong. <laughs> yeah, Carson Strong. Um, the more we watched him throw to his receivers, the more we realized what are these NFL uh, scouts looking at. Um, he, he tries to kill his receivers. He's a big enough body where I think he's going to be an oversized slot. 6'2 in the slot's not bad. He runs. He, he's great at catching in traffic. He uses his body often to shield the catch. He comes back to make the plays, oftentimes because Carson Strong couldn't. Um, he doesn't run routes on the left side of the field. So you're either going to run him at the slot or run him on the right side. I noticed that in the Boise State game. Um, he's not overwhelmingly fast, but he can run slot routes well. He will block, and he's often overthrown if he's open. Yeah, and he's not the first option there. They really don't look his way too much. No. Um, I think they consider Cole Turner their go-to guy there, even though Cole Turner's a tight end. Uh, Cole Turner had, like, what, 20-something touchdowns or something crazy like that? Uh, Whatever it was. 17, maybe? Whatever it was, it was that's their number one target. Um, he's very slow off the line, and there wasn't a ton of production in some of these games that we watched. Um, the only good thing I liked about him is he comes back for the ball. Um, I don't know. I, he's there wasn't a ton of stuff that wowed me enough to say that I want him. Um, but it, like again, poor quarterback play. Carson Strong didn't really do him any favors. A lot of times he would overthrow him or almost kill him. Yeah, uh, I mean you're not wrong there. I definitely didn't think that anything was special on the play, and I think a lot of it came down to Carson Strong really hurting him more than he helped him. Uh, next guy we got, this is a guy we've actually seen in recent weeks, shooting up, that sounded real weird, shooting up to like a second, third round pick I've in Khalil Shakir. 
six foot one eighty three. He runs damn fast. Four four three. Seventy seven catches. One thousand one hundred seventeen yards and seven touchdowns. Seven must be his lucky number. Um, the the top thing we notice he does not benefit at all from quarterback play. I know a lot of these guys that we're now seeing do not see quarterback, yeah. good quarterback. Um, he's willing to take a hit to make a play. He's got very high upside. His quarterback play again. Let's reiterate, it's awful. Um, the quarterback a lot of times doesn't even see him on the field. No, he so often he gets off the line so fast. And the thing we noted actually, we started taking notes on the on the Boise quarterback instead of on Khalil Shakir here. Um, the quarterback never often like like very rarely read off his first read to to make a progressive throw. So f- so many times Khalil Shakir could have been running with a. With a wacky waving arm flailing two man attached to him to tell him he's wide open, and he's he not looking shot a at him flare once. Gun. He really could have, and like there was no give a shit to get it to him. He's a solid route runner for the fact of the fact that he didn't get anything thrown to him, um, and he's willing to play special teams. Yeah. And I, we noted that because it wasn't like he was returning. There was one play that they showed him as a punt gunner, and he stuffed a dude. So I, I think that's going to benefit him. I think Khalil Shakir really has the option to be. I think that could be why he's shooting up draft boards, just because he's got a, a lot of utility to him. He's got utility, and he's almost got that mystery to him, because mm-hmm. we, we didn't get to see much from Boise State. Um, I think he's got the intangibles. I mean, he's not the smallest wide receiver we've ever seen. No. Uh, I kind of like him. I like him better in the third round. I don't think I want to yeah. overpay in the second. But I think it's worth that shot. Next guy. We talked about him in the last episode. Uh, we got Christian Watson out of North Dakota State University, 6'5", 4'3", 6'40". Hey, do you know that North Dakota State now, they actually throw the ball? Yeah, and they actually make him do something. Uh, last year, when he would have been there with Trey Lance, he had 18 total catches. He had 43 catches for 800 yards and 7 touchdowns this past year. Uh, against University of Northern Iowa, he got good separation. He's not afraid of contact. The big frame makes bigger catches with his radius. He blocks happily. That dude at 6'5 was bullying people yep. on blocks. Uh, his field vision's really good, and he's a ridiculous type of gadget player for the size that he is. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, like, these, like this type of school, like, they're playing against, like, the, the, like yeah, it's, like, the top talent in that division, but, like, uh, like you're not seeing the top end, um, what do you want to say? Like, the top end corners, the top end safeties, the defenses, but... Out of what we saw on film, he does have the athletic tangibles to say to say, "Hey, maybe I could take a flyer on this guy." Very physical, gets open, can use as a gadget guy, and he's a focal point of that offense. So I liked what I saw on him on film, um, and he's got good field vision. And it's gonna be one of those things where I think Watson has the tools to succeed at the next level, but I also think that you're gonna see him slip to maybe a third, fourth round pick. Where originally I was seeing him go as a second rounder in most mocks. He might have a, a small learning curve just because he'll see. That's what I was going to say. I think he's going to have a learning curve so it's not an immediate, like, first-year production guy. Right. I think he's going to be similar to Jalen Darden. Like, hey, let's give him a year to learn. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of essentially redshirt him his first year. Uh, a guy that I think if you can get as a flyer cheap in, in Dynasty, well worth your time. Uh, but I like it. I mean, you can't teach 6'5", 4'3", in the forty. Next guy, uh, as long as you don't have anything else you want to add on oh, him. Oh, no, we're good. We have Alex Pierce from Cincinnati, mainly a, a slot guy. 52 catches, 884 yards, 8 touchdowns. Actually, I think we ended up calling him Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Six foot three, 
used often as a deep threat, big bodied, or uses his big body as a shield. He's very fast for for how big he is. I think all of his touchdowns came from those deep balls. balls We had to look up just a highlight tape because it was very tough to start finding things on him. A lot of his catches, Desmond Ritter didn't look great. Uh, but he was the big game, take the top off kind of threat. Yeah. And that's where I think it, it gives such a good reflection of being Jordy Nelson, is that's the exact player Nelson was as a bigger speed receiver who could kind of just take the top off. He wasn't going to be your 10-yard yeah. possession receiver, save you time. He's going for 22 or he's not going at all. Yeah. I don't know if they had another receiver there, but he wasn't their focal point of the offense. Jerome Ford was the running back who we didn't really love yeah. his tape either. Uh, another guy, great yards, Javion Haley out of Coastal, 66 catches, 1,128 yards, 7 touchdowns. Field awareness is not great. Oftentimes you watch him just running blindly, not yeah. knowing what he was doing. Uh, he's big, he's big bodied, he's going to block. Um, Solid and short game. Good over the middle, and he can run streets, or streaks, but he can't run a slant for shit. No. <laughs> um, I don't think he's ever going to be a guy... That's going to be productive, quite honestly. No. I think he's a guy who you're maybe going to get it with a 6th or 7th round pick. He's going to have a couple years around. He'll bounce to a practice squad or two, and he's probably out of the league in six years. If maybe, if maybe even. Um, I mean, it sucks to say that, but I just there was nothing on tape that stuck out and said, hey, this kid's going to be a stud. Yeah. Uh, next guy we had was Dontario Drummond out of Ole Miss. 6'1", 220 pounds. Pretty big at 220 at a receiver. Yes. Uh, 76 catches, 1,028 yards, 8 touchdowns. Uh, he's a big yard after the catch receiver. Slant slots behind the line. Does not really do much uh, to run those real deep routes. He's not running your streaks. No, he's using the stream. He's, he's a safety blanket. Um, not very – not used a ton, um, but he's a yak guy. Yeah. Um he might have actually been the guy we saw. I, I, I know we said it four times. I think he was the guy we saw pick up a ball or the ball in the punt return and just take off with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was it was a team in blue, and I think it was Ole Miss. Uh, next team we got here, we got Reggie Roberson. Um, SMU junior wide receiver, six foot. He had 51 catches, 625 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, very few notes. I had these lightning fast. He makes a bunch of plays for the fact that there's not much there at SMU to make. Uh, his adjustments on the ball are, are very good, and he's very athletic. Mm-hmm. I, I had he's got the burner speed, makes people miss. He's a yak guy, yak machine. Does have some fumble issues, so that's something to watch out for. Um, ex- I don't know what I wrote there, but uh, adjust for the catch. Um, does have some good blocks, and he's good over the middle. Um, nothing crazy that makes me say he's going to be a top pick, but maybe towards the back half of the draft. And I, Nice little sixth, seventh round pick, maybe in the fifth there. And I definitely think he's he's the kind of guy he has the he has the intangibles and a decent enough size where he could end up being a guy who I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a top receiver in this league, but that's almost reminding me of like Paul Richardson years ago. Mm-hmm. Decent enough receiver, buried on depth charts, but he he gets looks now and again, and he he produces when he gets looks. I could see Reggie Roberson end up being a guy who has a decent enough career. He gets one solid contract in free agency. That's really all I got there. Um, Kyle Phillips, US or UCLA, undersized, 5'11", 59 catches, 739 yards, 10 touchdowns. In the most 
common sense of the term, this is Bill Belichick's favorite receiver. Yep. A small white slot guy who knows what he's doing. Um, I liked his tape. I know there wasn't a whole bunch on him. Yeah, but he, I, I did like his tape too. Um, he's a big play guy. A big yak guy too. I mean, he's he was able to find a way to get that first more often than not. He makes the catches. I think he's going to be a guy who... Like you said earlier, this is the guy I would rather have over like Mechie just because he's the same guy, just at a cheaper value. And it's, it might be just a year longer till he develops. Right. I think the best thing I could really say about him is it reminds me of Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Hunter Renfro, Cole Beasley, these small slot guys, um, Wes Welker, yep. six seventh rounders that can develop and end up being a guy who takes the, the role doesn't care that he's not the number one and he's going to be a slot guy and he's going to be a reliable target. Mm-hmm. I think it's what Kyle Phillips ends up being. We got Ja'Cory Robinson. I didn't have a whole bunch of him. 71 catches, 1,078 yards, 8 touchdowns. He played at Wake Forest. Very much so hampered by bad quarterback play. Um, but I think that's really about all we had. We had Vilas Jones as well from Tennessee. He's the fastest guy in the draft. Um, again, 62, or 807, 7 touchdowns. But Guys, I think that'll really kind of do it for what we've got in terms of receiver tape. Gary, anything else you want to add? No. Once we started to get to the like the smaller school guys, there was like almost nothing to watch. So it was really tough to find it's, some of these other guys. It's something Gary and I vowed we're going to make sure we can find a way to get an all-22 access point next year uh, because the all-22 really helped us a ton last year. But, guys, that'll do it. Uh, don't forget, sign in, take care of it. Go follow us on our Facebook page if you haven't yet. Uh, Fantasy Beasts. FB pod and give a follow or a share on our Twitch at Tiki Tribe TV. Next week, Thursday, seven or seven thirty, probably. Seven thirty, we're gonna go live here. Uh we will start discussing the draft. Draft goes live at eight, which means the first pick won't go until probably about eight thirty. Um and then Friday night as well, 7 o'clock start. We're going to try to be on by 6.30. We will be on day one, day two of the draft, discussing all things football with you guys. So jump on it and ask us questions. We don't bite, we swear. Um, maybe a little. Maybe a little. But, guys, that'll do it. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to all of our listeners. And until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>